It's Closet Conversations. We're going to be joined by a very popular, when I say popular, LGBTQI plus uh, couple. Um, we've had them on the show, the Tsulundlovos. They were engaged when we had them on the show. They got married and then there was a talk of divorce um, and now they have reunited. This is a, a social media buzzing couple. They are joining us, taking us into their confidence, getting us into their closet. And you know, they never hold back. Okay. So we want to hear what nearly caused the divorce. And obviously, are things the way they used to be? in the bedroom mm -hmm. we'll talk about that after 11 but note no one under the age of 18 should be tuned in let me give you numbers where you can interact with us on 0614-104-107 that is our whatsapp number or you can call in on 086-000-2032-41391 that is our sms line you can also send us text there Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. A big warm welcome to our guest, who is a child passenger safety expert, Mohammed Gaga. Mohammed, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, and thank you so much for having me on your show. So from the 18th up until the 24th of September, it's a Child Passenger Safety Week, and it's an international uh, week that is observed. Talk to us about why the significance of this particular week for all motorists and all people in South Africa and across the globe. So our objective in this week is to raise awareness on the value or the necessity of child restraints in vehicles. Typically, um, a number of parents may not be aware of the consequences of not having their children restrained. And I think a lot of emphasis as to why children should be restrained in a car is what we're trying to get in terms of awareness to make people aware of what the dangers are involving a child that's not properly restrained in a vehicle. Mm. Now, when we are talking vehicle, I'm thinking a private car, right? Um, but what can we ensure when it comes to public transportation like taxis and buses uh, and restraining children? So I think from a law perspective and taking the typical situation that South Africans South African face in terms of daily routing and traveling, it is a mammoth task to try to get um, the public safety aspect to actually have child restraints in the vehicle itself. Um, but bringing about the emphasis and having to lobby against the fact that um, the law falls short in terms of child restraint is one of the, the key focuses that we've got at the moment. And as we raise awareness, it starts becoming a lot more of a topic, and eventually we can try and see how we can facilitate most of South Africans to understand the consequences of this. Um, but even as far as, I mean, addressing the public safety aspect is just one, but people that do have a private capacity have the ability to put in a child restraint are actually not abiding to that. So a large portion of the South African public is not aware of the dangers of not having a child restraint. And the focus is to start off immediately from there and keep it rolling over to the public sector as well. Mm. And it needs to, it needs to happen. But now let's let's not uh, pretend like uh, you know these uh, car seats and the likes are cheap. 
let's be honest, especially for us as Africans, um, South Africa is undergoing a hectic time financially. Why is it that, um, you know, the car, manu- car seat manufacturers are not giving discounts or um, uh, you know, what, coupons or something for a motorist to ensure that children are safe in the cars, since this is a big thing? So I think if we take the overall initial investment that people feel that they need to spend into a child restraint, and in proportion to vehicles and in proportion to the cost of vehicles, these are not exorbitant in cost. Um, there are opportunities to be able to settle for car seats from, from, from as easily as something that the pocket can afford. So if we take a simple scenario in terms of the normal cost and maintenance of vehicles and those type of things, child restraints fall into it very easily and very categorically. So Sometimes people believe a car is extremely expensive, but it's actually quite affordable in terms of if you have a vehicle, there are affordable options to be able to keep your child safe in a child restraint. But over and above the child restraint part comes something very significant is that up until when or when do you need a child restraint? And I think a lot of people don't understand that up until around nine years old, a child using a car or sitting in a car is not safe utilizing a normal seatbelt. So a simple thing like a booster seat, which effectively could be around 1,000, 1,500, and it can be used over six years, and that's where our biggest category of children are actually getting hurt. It's between the three and nine-year capacity where people think, oh, well, I don't need a car chair anymore. So I think we, if we address each issue on its own, you'll find that car seats do become something that you can afford and actually have to work for you. Mm, I hear you. I hear you. So a child that is not in a car seat and they're under the age of nine is actually not safe. Is it the age or is it the kilograms and height of the child that should matter? Because honestly, like <laughs> my my eight year old is almost my height and I'm one point six six. So uh, uh, the booster seat is just not comfortable for this child. Let's let's just let's also be honest there. Is it the age or the kilograms? So, more importantly, it's the height. And that's what we basically get at. So, anybody under, so generally a car seat or a car has a seat that accommodates a passenger from around 1.35 meters in height. So, normally up until 1.35 meters in height, any passenger traveling, the seatbelt placement in a car is actually not adequate enough to keep them safe because it either rests across the tummy or it rests across the neck. So you're actually not properly placed. So I'm going to say at a point up, up until about 1.35 meters, which on average could be about a nine-year-old, is the point that you need to consider, is my child sitting safe? And is the seatbelt actually sitting properly across the child so that it won't injure him, in, him or her in a collision? Mohammed, and I hear you, and I think it's very important that um, parents and uh, guardians are very cognizant of this, that we keep our children safe, you know, and uh, we ensure that they are strapped in. Um, law enforcement, what is their responsibility? So currently the law states that up until three years old, a child should be in a child respect. And I think we, we're quite aware of how people flaunt the law and in terms of actual implementation of the law in terms of general road safety, road safety. So more than focusing on the fact that it's the law, it's mainly to turn around to create a lot more awareness in drivers that are moving around with children in a car because the consciousness needs to come in from the driver in terms of that. So in terms of the law, up until three years old, 
but we know that it believes it needs to be focused more up until nine years old. But there are a number of dynamics that affect that in terms of the law, and we're trying to lobby to try to get this extended up until at least 1.35 meters in height or an average nine-year-old. So there's also the issue of how the child is dressed uh, when they're getting into a harness. Uh, blankets and coats are usually not advised. Um, take us through why. Okay, so effectively, when using a child restraint, which is also, again, bringing awareness to the fact that this is a safety device, these can be seriously compromised if they are not used correctly. So giving an example of having a coat on your child could compromise the safety of the seat. It may not seem like too much, but what it effectively does, it changes the altering of the harness placement again on the child. So a coat could basically allow for extra room on the harness in a child restraint, and in the case of a collision, the child could slip through. So it's very important that if you do have a child restraint, to make sure that you are doing, using it correctly and that's in line with all the manufacturer guidelines to ensure that you don't compromise the safety. And, um, I mean, there's also instructions usually on the visors of the car, and I've seen some parents do this. They will put the car seat uh, in the front passenger seat of the child. And the visor of the car will say, don't do this, <laughs> but I still see it being done. Yes. Now, the consideration there and the warning is pretty much based on a particular car chair or a particular, I'm going to call it a particular directional car chair. So if a car chair is what we term as rear facing, a child looking at the seat itself, you are not then allowed or it will cause compromise in terms of safety if that is put in front of an airbag. So hence, you'll find most cars have got this little warning that says, do not put a child restraint in a real facing direction on the front seat of a car because it will compromise the safety once the airbag is deployed. It will cause exertional forces on the car seat and on the child, hurting the child in some way or the other. All right. You know what? What more can we do? What more can we do to ensure that every child is safe on our roads? So I'd just like to keep referring to the fact that as drivers, if we bring about the consciousness about every passenger in your car, immediately if it's a child or not, if we understand that we are responsible for them, and start asking the questions as, how is this person going to be safe traveling in my car? Eventually it boils down to us looking at children as well and saying, well, this child's not going to be safe and asking the questions more regularly because there's a number of factors that we need to take into consideration. Having it or discussed over one talk show doesn't help, but it's the main awareness at how are we going to travel. Even though we're in a car, we're strapped up. Are we safe enough to travel and continue in this journey without being injured in a collision? And that's the starting point that we'd like to get across everybody's minds asking that question. Are my passengers safe, especially my child passengers? Mm, thank you so very much for joining us this evening. We really, really do appreciate the uh, advice that you have given us, and I hope that we are all going to be conscious and will ensure that we all arrive alive and our children are placed safely in car seats. Thank you so much as well.